<laughs> it's been a minute. We back. We back. We back. Yo, I want to start every episode like. <laughs> Yo, I just want to hear this beat. That's all I want to hear. I love, I love the fact that this is how we start in. Yeah, a these podcast. up north, whatever. This up north, off state niggas. <laughs> Yo. Especially, you know, like no Queens bullshit today. I love it. I love it. <sighs> we Yo, back. Thomas. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> hey, yo, man. I like words. I don't know what all this pugilistic shit you got going on over here. Yo, what's good, yo? It's been a minute. What up, what up, what up? It is Abstract Square Podcast. It has been a very long time since we've been on the microphone. Everybody's like, y'all don't do that shit no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> now we do it. We just want to make sure we give y'all quality. Guess what? This shit just popped up in your alerts. Right. <laughs> Yo, it has been forever and a day since we have been able to connect. I know the last time we did, Thomas just had yeah. the baby. Oh, that was the last one? That was yeah. the last so one. We're talking over two months now. This little yeah. dude is like seven years old. Nah. He got a crossover already, crossover right? left hand crazy. <laughs> 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 nah, nah. See, the thing is, you don't you don't want him to have a left hand. You want him to be left-handed. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. I mean, like, I know statistically, I get it, I get it, but nah. That's why I have a left hand with a lean. That's all. <laughs> with a lean. A lean. Mm, a lean. Everybody need a lean. <laughs> <laughs> nah, really, really quick though. What y'all been up to? It's like literally. It's been a minute. I'm sure the listeners are curious why the fuck we haven't recorded in so long. So why do we? Why, we gotta, why we have to have a reason? Why can't we just record when we want to record? That's not how this content game goes. Y'all know that shit. No, nah, I'm not in that content game. I'm in the abstract <laughs> square game. I don't, pl- I don't play for nobody. <laughs> it's kind of true. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, All right. Well, give you an excuse though, Chad. You go for it. Uh, yo, I've been working like. A fucking Jamaican. That is racist. Don't do that. Especially when you're like, don't do that. Shout out to all my Jamaicans. Don't do that. Yo, all my West Indians. Don't do that. Yo, yo. We got tree. Yo, I'm about to flip this nigga table. Yo, that's wild. How you gonna start out slurring? Nah, seriously though, I've been. I've been putting in a lot of work, man. Yeah, you know what's funny? I was gonna say, and I'll probably edit this out. You asked me what I was doing. I was gonna say chill like. Yo, we cannot start this episode. Uh, shout out to you. I got me stop. Let me stop. I was about to say shout out to Home Depot, but yeah. <laughs> yo, I think we need to start over. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to the depot, yo. I can Hey, we all trying to get fired except Chad, yo. Chad, the only one that can talk like this. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to edit all of that out, but yo. we could we could get back to it. Let's get back yo. to it. Let's keep rocking, yo. Oh, uh, man. The listeners would appreciate this. Trust me. I know it. Um, Seriously, though, I've been working, man. I literally have not done anything else but work. So you, you've you been an entrepreneur for how long now? Six months. That's how crazy. is entrepreneurship? Yo, it's beautiful, man. It's... It's interesting because, like, yeah, you do work for yourself, but at the end of the day, you, you work still for your client. You work for your client, so a lot of the shit that I that I put up with is like it's just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Like they say some wild shit. It's like, <laughs> I you know, like I'm yeah. not. The thing is, what I really love about being an entrepreneur is um, you're not married to somebody. You right. know, like the the feeling of walking into work and. Um, no matter how you feel that day, you have to perform up to the standards of what you were hired for. Right. If that makes any sense. It makes all the sense in the world. So like this, um, this girl, she's like, Chad, like, like, what do you really love about consulting? I was like, well, the, when the bag, the the (laughs) scope, right. When we sign on to a scope of work, they pay me for that scope. So whenever they say, Hey, I know you are here for A, B, and C, but I need you to do D, E, F, G. It's out of the scope of work, baby girl. out of the scope of work, and I get to charge more. So, like, as opposed to a full-time employee, when they are asked to do 
the other letters of the alphabet, it is like, look, if you don't do it, then here comes your 90 days. Yes, Massa. <laughs> How only, many hats you want me to win? The only letters that matter in the, in the uh, alphabet are S, O, and W. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. For real. You know, and it's like, look, you can't, my bonus isn't tied to the fact that, you know, I got to perform outside of my scope. Yeah. You know, I am here to do a specific job. I am a subject matter expert, and that's what you brought me on for. Yo, but when you talk all the subject matter expert shit and all the scope of work shit, did you really want to start your podcast, Boom Boom Boomin'? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, shit gets real. Like, a lot of balance in this room right now. <laughs> Got my chain on at work and everything. That's work. crazy. Chad, what's that? It's a necklace, man. It's a necklace and a pendant. Yeah, man. Nah, I feel that. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely in the spot on the opposite side of like. Wait, can I can I tell you next time? Can you just respond? It's a chain that represents how I was enslaved. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right. Just then you ain't you. that much of a consultant yet. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm like, damn. You trying to have me lose all my shit? <laughs> Everything. Sell the chain. Yeah, all of it. What about you, B? Nah, same. I've been. Um, Holiday season is coming, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any uh, e-commerce world knows what holiday means and like what, yeah. what's leading up to that. Don't get me wrong, I'm doing A, B, C, maybe D, maybe E, but it's still, I'm at a point where I'm not sick of it because I'm learning a lot. Like, I'm, I'm really liking that, but yeah. then there's also a point where I just kind of want to stop for yeah. a little bit and chill because in addition to that, I got freelance stuff so right it feels like i'm working and for and for our our new listeners right because i do think we will have new listeners i am a um, i like how you did that that. hr consultant on my own um brian product manager and e-commerce um business in the beauty space and and uh supreme tea Digital strategist <laughs> and a bunch of other shit. <laughs> and a bunch yeah. of other shit. But nah, really, go back. I'm sorry. I just oh, wanted but to yeah. make sure, like... But I mean, in, on top of that, that product management, I mean, um, I'm a freelance photographer, so that's something that, you know, is time-consuming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you get into the freelance world, you can be a creative, you can be an artist, or you can just be an executor. And I don't want to be an executor. I mean, you can execute... Baby showers, events, and you can do that. But then there's artistry and and things that take full 100% of your brain capacity. That's why I like Brian B. That I'm trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those are things that are important to me. Like, if I just wanted to be a photographer and shoot events, cool. You know? And no disrespect to those people because there's art to that, too. But the things that I want to do are a little bit different. Right. And so it takes time and energy. But that full time wearing all those hats and juggling takes a lot of that energy out of you so right it's a thing that i'm battling on how to get back to that place where i can do the creative stuff but it's yeah. probably sort of equally weighted though right like the person that's the executor probably has a, the same amount of stress that you do yep. when you're trying to go you know figure out what you want to do creatively probably yep. the same amount of time as well absolutely you know it's, it's wild but it's different i've been in that space of battling and um working on you know working on plans to make sure that i can maintain both and that's what that's what i'm looking at for for 2020 that's i mean it's Fourth, fourth quarter you know how right. that feels so like it's time to go in and shift into into that manual gear and go like what are you gonna do like, right. what's happening so that's where i'm at that's where i've been you know i've heard both sides of the of the of the fence i should say in terms of some people like yo go hard in the fourth quarter and then i've also heard yo fourth quarter take a moment to sort of like reflect and prepare for 2020 which one do you plan to do i'm reflecting right now i'm planning because i know I know I'm going to say 2020 is going to be a big year from what's happened in 2019 based Congratulations off of in advance. very little planning, um, mm-hmm. just kind of hard work without planning. I've just been kind of doing things right. Mm-hmm. Like there's the hard work and then there's the intentional 2020. I got to be intentional about right. what, you know, where Damn. I'm going. So. I'm, I'm excited to see what that looks like because you've been kicking ass and if you've been doing this haphazardly. Yeah. So now I'm going to try to really like be focused on that. Yeah. So right. that's reflection and then chilling. You know? Right. I mean, that's a huge question that I've been asking myself. Like, do you, do you like finish the year strong or do you take a moment and say, no, let me get my shit together for 2020. Like the year is basically over at this point. Yo, but the crazy part is you have the privilege to do that. Right. Some people, yo, I know other businesses can't like Mm -hmm. 2020, you got to hit, you got to hit those marks or something's going to happen. Yeah. And we have the privilege to, kind of chill for a little bit especially with the size of clients everybody deals with in yeah. the room like 
you have the privilege as with the with a large client to kind of like relax. They're already yeah. the leaders in the space, so you don't gotta like lose your mind. But when somebody like when I was in the startup world, when you gotta win, ain't no like let your foot off the gas, man. We didn't work until New Year's Eve, and then we're back on the second. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? Um, man. So since we recorded last, I was on uh, parental leave, which was interesting. Um, back at work now, new client, thankfully. No, 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 hold on, don't skip over that. What was, I want to know about, <laughs> you know, you're not going to skip. Um, he tried to grease by that one. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, I want to know the feeling like after you spent time home, you know, with your newborn, and then going back into the office for the first time again with like a new perspective and dealing with either the same people or the same clients. Like what, was there a change in like the way you thought, the way you saw things, the way you felt? I'll say it like this. When I was playing basketball, you were on offense at one point and you were on defense at another point and there was no time to think about the missed shot. It was time to get back on D. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I'm treating this, right? Like I have my home and those things are important. Yeah. I have my job, but those things are important. So I, I really haven't had that like separation anxiety really. Gotcha. I've just been, to your point, making sure I execute. Yeah. And uh, in both facets. Yeah. So that, that's kind of been the way the transition's Ooh. been for me. Do you look at work differently now? Not yet. Um, well, maybe some of the things I do look at a little bit differently are like, um, I'm looking to learn more than I was willing to learn before. I think I'll say throughout 2019, I was more focused on making sure things were right and just making sure that I was doing a good job. Now I'm really focused on learning and kind of like mm -hmm. expanding my knowledge and doing the kind of soft things that, that help you to be successful. So mm. those things are different. I'm a little bit more at ease. I think throughout the nine months of the pregnancy, I was just really concerned about a lot of things. Now that's over, all this stuff kind of feels like it's you know moving in slow motion. Wow, slow motion. My boy said that one day. He um shout out to Nate. He played for the league for nine years. And but what is this league? Um, NFL. Okay. Yeah. So he started off rookie, did what he had to do, but he said around like year four or five, like everything on the field started slowing down. Yeah. And he could see. The things in motion, he could see what was coming before it even happened, and like that's when he knew he like got it. He was like, "Yeah, I get, I'm, I'm good. I got this shit." Yeah, mm -hmm. when you juking it like <laughs> stupid, like yeah. it's, <laughs> nah, it's a real dumb. thing. I can remember feeling that slow motion in sports. Yeah, like, so that's like, good. I'm glad you got slow motion now. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I can't say I'm chilling at all because I still have the same workload, if not more. Yeah. Shout out to a huge gaming client that we just finished up. Oh wow, super dope. If it blacked out on you, it blacked out on me too. Wow. <laughs> Um, it's just everything's kind of kind of cool. Do you feel like you have a certain connection to other parents in the office? Yeah, someone actually gave me some clothes the other day. That was interesting. That's, that's fire, right? Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's about it. Definitely a married click, and um, so just so is a married click is your job? <clears throat> yeah, like people who are um, I wouldn't say a married click, but like there's a different level of respect that people give each other when they know they're married versus mm -hmm. someone who's single, like. And it's not about like your work respect or anything like that. It's more about like a the level of adult you are, almost the level of understanding the, of the yeah. shit that you go through or things that I do, you know, right on a daily basis. Like I see people kind of like bonding over that, right? That married lifestyle or that kid lifestyle or whatever that is. You know? Yeah, kinda, I, I agree with you to to the fullest, but I also am very inclined to say that's kind of corny. <laughs> Why is that corny? Because we're all humans, with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need any separation from anyone else. Like, I still have the same thoughts that someone that's not married or doesn't have a child has. Like, yeah. I just want to communicate in the same place. Like, Yeah. Yeah, but I think you experience things and you evolve a little bit differently because of you being married and having a child. It doesn't you, mean definitely, I, you definitely do. And I, it's it, like I said, I get it, but I, I wish I didn't have to get it. Yeah, I mean, it's not corny, though. It's just an, it's It's no different than you bonding over someone that – Went to an HBCU who also played basketball, who also... Well, nah, the way Brian said it, it's kind of like a clickish thing. I'm, I'm saying that it shouldn't be a click. Of course, yeah. we're going to talk about things we can relate to. That's that's just regular life, but right. we shouldn't. there should be no separation because of that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, your 25-year-old colleague is not going to understand anything you're going through. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not at all. You know, so that's that's... That's interesting, but... Um, she should still be able to hang out with me, though. You know what I'm saying? The happy hour, still feel free to, like, you know. Yeah, what are you going to talk about? Um, fan, fan, <laughs> fan. Right, right, right. Yo, I, I, felt that, um, I felt that over this um, past weekend with Halloween. That was the, the, that was, man. 
so our, our company goes very, very hard for Halloween. It's a competition. We group up and come up with an What outfit. was your costume? We did like a um, Bob Ross or whatever. <laughs> so like, yeah, I know. Um, did you come through with the white face? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Shout out to Donna Glover. <laughs> but wait, basically. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Definitely not. Nah, th- another nah, another. So lady. your team, you had like a team costume. Yeah, we had a team costume. So somebody was Bob Ross, and everybody else was the. Um, Sorry, I'm just gonna. No, right, he over here banging. Yeah. Um. Everybody else was like the canvas or whatever it was. So. Wait, there was a canvas. Yeah. I'll show y'all a picture one day. Yeah, nah, don't even bother. But I'm good. Yeah, 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 I'm nah, good. But these are things that, like, for me, um. Highly uncomfortable. Maybe. Yeah, very. I say it's uncomfortable. Like it doesn't really connect. But you do things for your team to bond, right? There was another person on the on the tech team that didn't participate at all, and this gentleman um, is a little older, and he kind of like almost bragged about it in Slack to the uh, other teams. Like, hey, you y'all know, still use Slack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, there's some new shit. But um he kinda bragged about it, like, you know, yeah, the company's participating in Halloween, so I may be touch and go, but I'm not participating, you know, like kinda Oh, so he must have had the privilege to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so for me, like there's a I have a balance, right? Even though it makes me uncomfortable, like whatever, call it what you want, I still yeah. felt the need to kind of make sure that my teammates, the people who are under us you know, feel like everyone's included and everybody right. participates. As long as it's not violating any of my standards, like I can agree right. with that. That's fair. I'll, I'll That's play totally along. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and in the end, like it was fun for a little but bit. But did you wear your costume to work? No, I didn't. Did we, you get on the train in your costume? Definitely. Did you ride not. your bike that day with your costume? Definitely on? not. Definitely. <laughs> not. Yo, Definitely I did you see, leave? Did you leave with your costume on? I want to see B with an afro on. Did you leave? That Yo, sounds crazy. That sounds Did you wild. leave with your costume on? <laughs> I did not. Did I you go to the bar with your team with your costume on? Did At not. what point did anyone outside of your office so, see you with the costume? Nobody. Um, but the costume that I had on actually didn't really look like. Didn't really look like a costume. Gotcha. It was kind of. Some shit ambiguous. Yeah, it was some shit that I would wear. Kind of so. like if I said, "Yeah, I'm a football player." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, whatever. Nigga, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, like I went out after to um, shoot the parade because every year I go back down to the village and fly, um, just document long term project. But just knowing, like, I ended up around the West Village where it's a thing, like St. Patrick's Day, Santa Con, Halloween. All like, the shits can get the fuck um, out of here. <laughs> Well, sort of pride too. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. yeah. But like for oh, adults, yeah. for adults, like it's a, an excuse. What do you mean for adults? Oh, okay. Yeah, Halloween you're... for an adult, <laughs> yeah, is an excuse to party and and escape for a little or bit. Or re- wear a really slutty outfit. Yeah, you know, whatever that is. And like, I didn't identify with that anymore. Like, I don't yeah. get it. And now I do. I've seen us do it, you know. And like, the part that's fun for me is like the cultural relevancy of the costumes like yeah. seeing somebody do jerome from martin you know what i'm saying like yeah. i could watch that shit all day but in the west village i was just like i don't care that you're a devil right i don't care that you're some character from seinfeld it doesn't it don't really mm-hmm. hit for me yeah Kayla, i unfollowed a lot of people on instagram that dressed up in costumes and it just pissed me <laughs> off <laughs> straight like that like steve stout i unfollowed him it's a thing it's a, i like it's him like, he's one of my favorite like you know executives in the music industry and advertising now but he was like Somebody from Lion King or something like that. I'm like, yo, fam, you can't oh be blue, bro. Don't be blue. <laughs> Fuck all that. Yo, Thomas went to homecoming. Fast. Yeah. How I was that? I need uh, to know. I was there for 28 hours and it rained for like 12 of those hours. I so. saw, I saw Taylor. Shout out to my Trinash. man Rick at the Hot Dog Factory. Pause. <laughs> <It was>. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what? I laughed at Atlanta. When I saw that on the timeline, I'm like, these motherfuckers out here partying and nah, I that's, that's my man shop though, bro. And he got a franchise. But I love that. that. Yeah, I so love it. I love that. It was good that we could all support him in a way. You know, we, we were all in the party the night before and he was like, yo, I'm doing my joint. And I'm like, yo, I'm telling everybody I know. And that's mm. the way you're supposed to treat. And it looked popular. Like it's your business, you know? Yeah. yeah. It looked like everybody from our class too. It was. It wasn't like, oh, 2010, 2014. Yeah, yeah that was the thing. We, were, <laughs> My friend Eugene and I were talking about this like, at what point do you start going to the old head party? Like, at what point do you walk in and feel like a barbecue instead of a club? Yeah. <laughs> it's, y'all about da, to be. Da, da. It's about to happen. 
Yeah, I'm about to start stepping. <laughs> oh man, yo, nah, there were people in the building with sweatsuits <laughs> on. Like we get old. Like yeah. it, was, it was different. Yeah. It wasn't like it used to be. Yeah, but I want to hear about. I mean, I didn't go to HBCU, so like I know. Uh, of course, I went to school in Atlanta, but what for me is important is coming back and kind of reliving the times that y'all had, or like yeah. even just. A reunion of seeing that's the, the people. best part. Just talking to everybody that you haven't seen in a while. That's what I know it up. is as. It's the like, family. Is it anything Yo, else? I'll be though? honest with you. I haven't um, been back to homecoming since 2010. I'm not even quite sure who to say what up to. Uh, you Besides know, the people that I talk to. People like that frequently. you forgot existed will say hello to you. <laughs> and you may not even know their name. But they're just genuinely happy to see someone they consider a family member that comes from their institution. Yeah, I've said hello to several people. I don't know who they are. Yo, there's people that were at your baby shower that didn't say hello, but so you, but they, they know who you are, though. Yeah, but I mean, speak on other platforms. Listen, man, I'm bougie, they bougie. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, call, like, let's hey, just call hey, a spade a spade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, what up? And it was like, hey. like, oh, you look a little different. <laughs> You look fly than usual. Yeah. Like, what's oh, up? you don't want to speak because I got my wife with me? Oh, oh, wow. oh. Did that did that happen? Oh. That's kind of crazy. I mean, you never know, man. Ooh. College is college. Ooh. But no, nah, it was definitely more like a more like a catch up kind of thing. Yeah. Nah, it's kinda I, weird though. We have this thing on our at Clark where like everyone's on the strip on like Thursdays and Fridays and everybody's super fly. The strip. But like to me, the homecoming party started feeling like the strip a little bit. Like I felt like it was a little bit super pretentious and mm. like I'm too old to be Competing with for outfits and all you think kind of that's the, like that. you think that's the internet's influence? Nah, I mean, cause, let me also be clear. Like I participated in this right. in this pretentiousness. Not I'm come, not exempt you're at not all. Come trashy. Yeah, but like I felt like a cornball doing it. I mm. felt like we we all know we all cool. <laughs> Thomas actually went to like an ATM, pulled money out. Nah, I didn't do that. Um, it's probably the least money I ever spent in a homecoming this year. To be Where? honest, I didn't even think I bought any bottles. To be honest. I bought a lot of water, actually. I bought mad bottles of yeah, water. Yeah, responsible. To, to 100%, <laughs> I probably bought 15 bottles of water. Balling. Like, I, I got crazy. <laughs> Drip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, nah, I think I'm a little too old for it. Maybe it's time to start going to the dad at that party. I've never, I've never, I've never gone back to um, Georgia Tech. Mm. Do y'all have homecomings yeah, at PWIs? They do. They yeah. do? It's yeah. a different vibe. But it's a football also, game more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, it's more of a football game, but there is, like, we have the old, like, our own little black reunion. Yeah. Um, But I still haven't gone back, right? Damn. Similar to you, like, the people I talk to is the people I talk to. Here. Right. And nah, I'm, but you yeah. do miss certain people, though. Like, certain people I, I've seen Definitely. at homecoming, we've reconnected and become, like, cool, and they've been, like, I won't say helpful, but potentially helpful. And we talked about this, like, with me going to Afrotech next week. Like, I just wanted some new black, like, you know, professional people, like, in my network. Mm. And you kind of do get that when you go out to homecoming. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You, 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 when you said that, I was like, that's interesting. I was like, why don't you just go outside? Like, <laughs> and why not just go to, why go all the way to San Francisco to make new connections when you can do that right here in the city? Because it's intentional. It's everybody in one place, and it's, it's, it's efficient. And for the same reason that he's going out there, I'm sure somebody else is out there. Right. It, everyone's out there with the same purpose of connecting. And they're all in one place at one time, and they all kind of have this common theme of, like, I'm here for this. I don't know. I, I, I disagree with... It's the same reason you go to any conference. Do you do you just neglect every conference that Most conferences with? that I've gone to, there has been very minimal networking because it's not organic. Yeah, there's buyers and there's sellers at conferences so for the most part. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you got like the, the people that have walked up to me and they looked at my name tag, and they go, Chad? Hey. And it's like it's just, it just doesn't feel real. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like, the is, first question is, what do you do? And it's like, fam, we got at an HR conference. I'm in what HR. You think I do, fam. <laughs> like, well, to be honest with you, Chad, like I hate that we even having this like on a podcast conversation, but I'm just just said what I would say to you if we weren't on the mic. Like I wonder, like if you're just not open to to um those folks communicating with you or, or networking, networking. No, with because all they of, just feel corny when they do it. It's just yeah, it just feels really corny. But you that, know? that's who they are. That's who they are, and they're there for this. Like really, it's just for business. So they're probably doing the right thing, and you're doing the wrong thing by like not accepting the fact they want to mm, connect. Nah, come on. I think um I I like my connections to happen organically. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everyone that I've have. An but once you get past that first initial, un, you know, inorganic thing, like. You may find someone really helpful in that situation. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that's not possible. But if I look back at all of the connections that I have today that have been 
either helpful or just resourceful in some matter. Yeah. They have never been in a situation where I was like, hey, my name's Chad. What's your name? What do you do? In some sort of forum. Have it's, you ever walked into a conference with the thought process of giving instead of taking? Mm, yeah. No. I don't know. Have you ever not? I never the, thought about it that way, though. So I'm thinking about the, the last conference that I went to that was helpful to me was where I, f- I found my high school at the conference. One of the um, one of the, the the teachers was there, and he had like 20 students from my high school. Mm. So I'm in the it was a hip hop 808 conference a couple oh, years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I wasn't at that conference, I would have never had a chance to go back to like my neighborhood and speak to those kids. Yeah, yeah. So I had opportunity to give instead of take, and it it made for a much better experience than when I'm just going to. Oh, I would take. love to be in a, a situation where I could go speak to a community of people that look like me. Yeah. Um, so that's a hence Afrotech, right? That's a, exactly. So like that's a point where I know I feel the same way sometimes at most of the time at conferences because I'm probably less than ten percent in that room of yeah. people of color. Less than Please. that, right? The industry is six. Right. So like less than that, <laughs> less than five percent, yeah. right? And yeah. so. It always feels like disingenuine or you know corny or, or whatever it is. And Afrotech, like I get that. Like yeah. I'm around the people that I want to connect with. I mean, my swag surf just, like mid conference. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just know if you if you if you do plan on going, be prepared to be um, the mentor, not the mentee. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's really the key to to conferences is adding value. Period. Yeah. I think that unfortunately, when we were younger, we went in there like. Who's gonna give me value? But like, I just like to go and add value to someone else. Yeah, and that definitely yeah. ends up better. Yeah, that's like, and you said something for me that like really hit. You were like, "Yo, when we go to these conferences, we should be on the panels, not man. you know sitting in the as a fact. in the crowd." And yeah. like last conference I went to, shout out to my man E Mavens. We bet we built black. Like, definitely felt like people were coming to me looking for job opportunities, right? Or, you know, yeah. advice yeah. on how to be a product manager or right. whatever it is, and like. I wasn't ready for that. I was ready just to see, okay, well, who can I connect with? You know, what what vendors are out here that I can, right. you know, learn yeah. from or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No, like people were really looking at me like, yo, um, you know, it's my first year. I'm a coder, but I want to get into product and I don't know what to do. Like really and out here. so much advice that you can give that you don't even realize that you're don't even eligible realize. to give. The smallest amount of advice is the biggest, the biggest thing, These the junior talent they're looking for yeah. you know like they are desperate for information yeah. which is so interest interesting to to see because they have so many more resources than we had at their age you know what i'm saying and they are desperate for human interaction <laughs> yeah well I, I mean i don't know like yeah they got resources you can google you know off of some shit that's indexed right that might not be real or not but yeah, it's a polluted environment. It's like how much do you weed through before you got to go to a source or somebody who's like, nah, nah, my nigga, I'm gonna tell you exactly what you need to do because right. how many presentations and Google articles and fucking LinkedIn posts can you look through to dope example? So Aaliyah, that was on the podcast recently, my sister in law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just interviewed with Google two days ago. Good for her. And we had to go through her presentation, and to be honest, and, and she'll say this, it was a, it was a challenge. To put that presentation together, and I realized that, like, we have a network that, like, made a lot of presentations a lot of times, and it's kind of like chemistry second nature. And I, I didn't realize that when they don't have that human interaction, like, these these things don't really come second nature. They need a lot of tutelage for these yeah. things. And yeah. those are things we really took for granted coming out of college. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember being in one of my marketing classes, and we had to present. Yeah. And it was the it was one of the rooms where the class was, like, 50 that, oh, shit. that big one in B school. Yeah. And you got up there. Shout out to Wright Hall. And you saw a ton of people just fumble. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And that is the worst sort of crowd to do it in. But we had to do that over and over and over <laughs> and over in our college experience. And, I mean, I had an experience where my tie didn't touch my belt. <laughs> and I was told, F, go back and change or you fail. Yeah, because you couldn't go into the B school if you weren't dressed up. Oh wow! No, no, yeah. but my tie had to touch my belt, like it, because it was short. I tried to be cool with the big thick paws, big thick paws <laughs> on my neck. I the couldn't big, really the big thick neck. Yeah, <laughs> nah. But yo, B, you did like it's kind of interesting. You being the product manager that you are, and you know, continue to do dope work. How do you feel about it moving forward? Like, is there anything you're looking forward to in 2020 as far as your product management career? Um, becoming more of a um, I'd say 
consultant. I want to I want to see the play before it happens. I want to be the um the coach, right? I want to be the the offensive, you know, like juggernaut out there, you know, running the play. You want to make the music they party to? Yeah, basically. Like at the end of the day, I I'm starting to see how things work from a macro level, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just like understanding how all the pieces fit together. Like, yeah, you can be a product manager, right? But then what happens with engineers? What happens with business intelligence? What happens with the business? Like, it's more of a, I guess, a, a VP director's thought process. Like, how mm -hmm. do I get better at that? And also, like, making people happy. So, like, I realize now as a product manager, like, I don't have to do it all. Before, like, I was trying to do it all or trying to learn it all. And now I got kids coming out of school who have already coded for years in their bedroom since they've been 12 and right. can build, you know, a nice iOS app in, in a week if they really wanted to. Shout out to Python. Exactly. <laughs> so how do I get them to do the best thing that they want to do that's right. aligned to the business? Or right. how do I work with them, you know, to get that done? So, like, my thought process now is, like, orchestrating. Not, I'm not excited. I'm excited to hear those stories, man, because I got a lot of respect for you, for you and, and your career. Good look. It, I mean, it, but it's also a thing that I'm battling. Like, do I want to do this shit anymore? Mm. Yo, honestly, my recommendation for you, B, as well as you, Thomas, and all of the listeners, in just the six months that I've been on my own as a consultant, I say try it. If you can, go try it. And if it doesn't work, go back full-time. Because I may wake up tomorrow and be like, all right, I'm done with this shit. I want to go back to a full-time job. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying try it. That yeah. was my biggest struggle. When I was consulting for... Uh, Medici is like this, this uh, financial website. I did it for a year. My biggest challenge was finding a job after that. That's what I'm scared They didn't of. trust the fact that I was a consultant for a year and that I could go back into the regular nine to five. Situ Matter of fact, remember you helped me out trying to find a role at that point? I think we, it's like when we first started the podcast. Mm, like the very first that. time. It was really hard for me to find a new role because they were I was at home working for someone for so long, they didn't believe I can come into an office and like operate as an employee, that was a challenge for me. I think, big challenge. I think organizations are shifting away from that, and they're yeah. looking more Agreed. at yep. consultants because of their ability to move between a couple different environments. You know, I think it's good to know. Um, yeah, but being being a startup person, I was used to that as the mantra. But like when it got to these larger corporations where they weren't really. They weren't as nimble as they are today. And it's this very is true. maybe two, three years ago, but yeah, now they are. True. Like the shift is to Yeah, you'll you'll notice on a lot of job descriptions they look for someone with the entrepreneurial spirit. Well that's because it's like it's so AKA stay after five. Right. It's so big, <laughs> but like now <laughs> they're running like startups within these big companies. Yeah. Right? And it's and which weird. is it which is another issue in itself is you have large organizations trying to run like startups and that's where their culture is declining. Um, at a faster rate than you could ever imagine because you have uh, um, Gen Zers who are now entering the, the market and they're saying, okay, I'm going to this large organization, let's, for example, i.e. Google, who is now no longer a startup, and they're expecting to get all of the, the, the flexibility and bells and whistles of a startup, but they're walking into a place that's highly regulated with a lot of red tape most and importantly then, a place that's a, that's aligned with the stock price right and <laughs> mm -hmm. they are realizing this is not where i want to be and then that's when they jump ship and they then go to a startup you'll you'll if you look at a couple different profiles of people who have come from like the large fortune 500 companies that are go to startups you notice that they stay at that startup typically much longer than they did the current mm -hmm. company before. What is the strategy now? Like, I, there's a lot of people banging on inboxes, Facebook, Google. You know, a lot of those bigger companies mm -hmm. are, are banging down the doors of these startup kids or whatever it is. What are they doing? Why? Why is it that they want these startup people versus someone who comes from a bigger Samsung or or whatever it is? Like, I remember when I was attractive <laughs> as a startup person. It was really because of like. The thought process you were you were working a lot harder you were a lot more nimble yeah. you were yeah you're nimble you had you had very little resources you're to used work to for. very hard work all the They're, time they want they want people that are scrappy yeah quote unquote yeah. right literally quote. like you know no pun intended but like find a way to make one it was really to start a mantra and like if you could walk into an organization and have that level of like hey I don't have these resources but I'm gonna figure it out it's attractive and it's efficient and it's cheap and it's it's messed up actually yeah in reality 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's part where uh, where do we get back to the point of actually having like quality of life? I think that there will be a clash happening. This is just me making an assumption. I think there will be a clash happening between employer and employee where you have organizations that are looking for scrappiness but are also very tight on flexibility. And you have Gen Zers who are now entering the market saying, I do not want to be in this fucking office from nine to five. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I am on Slack anyway. I am using email. I am on Zoom or Google Hangout. Why the fuck can I not just take this meeting at nine o'clock at night? Right. Because I want to travel to um, Thailand, you know, like. And work from there. And work from there. And it's this is whack. It's and not, not pay rent. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I feel like there will be a clash of that happening, and I'm curious to see how organizations are able to shift that thinking from um, who is now, what's, what do you call the people who are in their 40s and 50s? Baby boomers. Baby boomers. Baby boomers. Baby boomers, baby busters, baby motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Where they are used to coming into an office nine to six, seven, and staying in only doing two weeks of vacation and two weeks of vacation is crazy. I just got, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just got a mandate, and I like our team has been mandated to take two weeks of con- with consecutive days next year. We must, yeah. and now pe- people legit have ten days like Yo. for the year. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem, man. That's how I, that's how I see it. Could you imagine? I see that happening. It's like why why am I in this office? I, I'm I? that person. Like I I remember when I did have like 15 days something like that a couple of years ago, and I just didn't understand it. I, I really couldn't like talk to someone without saying like, "Yo, this is stupid. It doesn't make any sense." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have I seven that. sick days. Like, fam, like I get sick like three days at a time. Yeah. Like, what do you know? Yeah, what do you it's my help? Right. Yeah. One uh one of my coworkers said she was reading this book about the 1800s where, um, I guess they voted or. <laughs> They had a vote to they have voted in the first weekend, <laughs> the first weekend of for in existence, because before everyone oh, used to work right. seven days. Oh, shit. All day, every day. That's crazy. And the so first weekend. like the first weekend ever. Right? I'd love like, to read about that. Wherever you yeah, have, please send it to me. Yeah, I'll get that. But I think there's another revolution, right? Like, right. Is it a three day weekend? Is it like Friday's off, Monday's off or whatever it is? And you work. Four days out the week. I think I'm the totally evolution fine. is no weekend at all, to be honest with you. I work when I want. Yeah, like yeah. I get the job done, there's deliverables, and they're met. Or I work, I work when I want, and I'm off on weekends. Yeah, <laughs> right. Essentially, right. I think that's what we move to. I don't think we move to like three days off, four days on. I think we move to get shit done. But, yeah, and I think uh, we're, we're, headed, we're headed in that direction for sure. Yeah. I, I think am. it won't be like weird to be like, hey, I got to work today on a Saturday. If there's a goal, but you're off like... For the rest of the month kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, I think is you just get yeah. shit done. Yeah, yeah, or if you want to put in 10, 12-hour days during the week and, right. and spend the rest of that time doing whatever else. Yeah. You know? Meeting goals. Yeah. Nah, definitely. I mean, it's one of those things where also goals is like, how do I balance freelance and how do I do both? Right. Yeah, that shit is impossible, yo. I, I hate that shit, yo. I, honestly, <laughs> I I've been trying to it. fire my clients for like two years now, bro. And it's like... It's hard to do because you like cash. Yeah. But like, man, it's stressful. Mentally. So, yeah. Shout out to Cash Doll, too, by the way. You're yeah. stressful to me, too. What up? <laughs> <laughs> D, because you determined. Get out of here. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> but now nah, I want to know what y'all trying to do on 2020. You asked me, Chadio, what's as an entrepreneur for six months? You six months in, you got enough, you passed the honeymoon stage. Mm. For 2020, Bro, like, gang, what gang. do you, what do you have in mind? Like, where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Want to get another chain? Listen, <laughs> bruv. <laughs> <laughs> I want more food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta eat. You gotta eat, man. Right. right. Nah, I want to actually go after the clients that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like, you want to turn more to an artist like Brian is talking about. More than executing. I like this kind of talk, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, like right now it was it it was about like standing up. You know, like the, the this this part of the year was about just standing up, especially from the the first half of the year, which was tumultuous. You know, so now it's like going out and truly pitching, telling people what I do, building out the brand, and um, building out new products and services for me to offer in lieu of what I'm currently doing. But honestly, that is like half of it. You know, like. You know, Danny and I were 
on our on our venture of doing this coffee shop and that is the goal mm-hmm. like to that dope. that is all that's on my mind right now that's to beautiful make steps that's dope yeah and you're gonna do it because i know you 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 don't you don't quit till it's done you know yo that is all i think about is looking at properties land building out the brand we already know what coffee we want to use so that is all that's been on my mind. Well, that Everything blue, blue is mountain from Jamaica. Where <laughs> <you at? laughs> you know, we were at a coffee festival and they were not there. But do they have to be there? They should. They should. Like, yes, you know, you're amongst the coffee industry. Why are you not there? That is a there was a Haitian coffee company there. Their coffee was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know. Where do all the coffee beans come? This is random shit, but like, <laughs> <laughs> do coffee beans come from a certain region? Like, I, is different, it different regions, all places, like all continents. Like, uh, typically in places where it's warm. Yeah, so that's easy. So you can get your your African coffee bean on if you want. Ethiopian to. beans. You can go to Hawaii and get specific beans. Brazil, Brazil, obviously Colombia. Random, random ass question. Yeah. Yeah, all those good places, but yeah, that's the, that's the artist in you, man. Yeah, like you know, I, I equate it to wine, right? Like you know, where wine is grown in certain regions of France, Argentina. yeah, and in, you know, uh, California. Big shout out to South Africa, right? South Africa as well, where there's certain places that temperature allows for you to have. Chile's that great, nasty. You know? I don't like Chile, Chilean wines. Nasty. Argentina, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm into that Malbec. Yep. Yeah, but um, like those are things that I, you know, like I question about that. Right? Know? Have you ever had oat milk before? Yeah. <sighs> Shit's fucking game changing. Anyways, Thomas, what about you for twenty twenty, son? Keep your oat milk away from me first. It's good, yo. Bought, I've had like, it. I've had oat milk before. I'm a, we some bougie ass I'm niggas. A, <laughs> you hear this? Yeah, yeah like I'm a frequent we, whole food. Like, Southside nigga talking about table. oat milk. I've yeah, had it before. You know, Level up though. But nah, this year, one thing I'm hesitant to say, but working on my first venture that's actually retail ever in my life. I've been helping with so many people do retail stuff, but I'm going for it. Um not even going for it. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna get done. So that'll be dope. You finally coming out with your first line of do rags? That's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're doing leather do rags. Leather do rags. Wave check. The extra long. Get yeah. out of here, Chad. But we'll, you, know, you guys will see it in your loving. All my friends are wear. Damn, he yeah. didn't even put me onto the business ventures, son. That's nah, I ain't put nobody on because I wanted you to just buy the shit and I know it's me. Yeah. That's how we like. Yeah. Yo, nah, I'm like, oh. never know. Yeah, high price point too. So that'll be interesting. Mm. You guys will like it. Um, so that I'm coming. This year, a lot more technical than I was in 2019. I'm focused on being a lot more technical, period. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to get back to the basics this year. Mm. Um, and that's it, man. And, and having a good time. You're going to buy a home, right? Yup. That's another part of the puzzle, man. That's stressing and me out. Six see, yeah, he said he didn't want to talk about it, yo. Cut the I said, mic I said, off. I said 1-1, <laughs> one, one, we could talk. <laughs> but you want to go 11-1. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, um, I tell you what, I've been in these streets, dog. When have you not been in these streets? Yeah, like, nah, I don't be in the streets. Beard out. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I don't be in the streets. Do you streets. talk, please? I want to hear about you in the streets, man. Yeah, what is I love Ryan in the streets. I want to hear. Matter of fact, yeah, let's talk about it. No, 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 no. In the streets is completely different. So, in the streets is also a part of me figuring out that, like, yo, I like to be home. I like to be in the crib. Like, it. Being outside, being in somebody's club or being in somebody's restaurant or whatever it is, like, it don't really make sense anymore. Being in the streets to me is like curating my vibe. And okay, all right. So you're just gonna like, okay, all right, me nigga, like, all right, I'm listening. I like this talk. Yeah, I, I just think there's a shift, there's a change. Like, yeah, you go to homecoming, yeah, you do all this other stuff, you have fun, but it's a lot for me now. Does I think my in shift. In the streets involve women. It always does. <laughs> oh. oh, that's what you want to hear about. Okay. Duh. Like, <laughs> oh, now. Man, I've been in the streets of Brian, right? Like, for real, in the streets, the, mm-hmm. the curated vibe streets, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me talk about it. Hold on, my mic right? My mic right? <laughs> my mic right for this? Coming to Brian's curated Wait, hold vibe. on. You got some R&B? You got some R&B music? Yo, can you play that, you play that Summer Walker, please? Yo. I walk it to curate this vibe, B. I walk into the, to the vibe, a.k.a. Brian's humble abode. And I see 10 to 12 women. In you're lying, room. yo. You're lying. I'm not lying. Is <laughs> no, at least lying. eight. You're lying. Oh, you're lying. 
<laughs> okay, 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 15, right? So we're there, and he has this beautiful artwork on the, sc- on the screen of, of, of photos that he's taken, and it's just all 15 women just like watching. Hey, oh, just watching the vibe. Yeah. And they just, yo. That's how they were sounding like all of them. <laughs> like do another do another photo, right? <laughs> it was nah. crazy. It was so wild. I had to get my wife out of there. I'm like, nah, we gotta go. Like, you can't be over here getting cool. Nah. Nah, nah but I mean, at, you're at curated. The- wait, wait, let me finish. Oh, you oh, gotta this, this candles going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's liquor pouring all over the place. This curated vibe is like I'm catching the visual right now. It's son. crazy. <laughs> Yo, like I thought I was gonna get banned from going to Brian's house after this curated vibe. So like Brian's curated vibe is nothing. It's nothing to sneeze at. I'm done. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, it's for it's me. Serious. It's like I, I'd rather be comfortable in my own space. <laughs> and so were they. They all there comfortable. <laughs> Yo, he had all kind of pilots and lawyers and doctors. I'm like, where is that? Where was all kind of natural hair. All kind of. Uh, I hit a, you. I told you to come, but you was doing something else. I told kinda, you and Danny to come. Melanin. Through. Like, this is the oh. night after the the Mana Contemporary shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We were, I th- we weren't out of town, but we were. You doing so? You had something else to do. We had. So- Listen, next time I don't have nothing else to do. This curated vibe is a vibe. That's I mean, curated. even even it, it can't be as simple as playing Monopoly at the crib with people talking shit. That's a fun vibe. Like yeah. that's that's the vibe. Chad brings I'm real on. cash though, so it's a little different. He don't play, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I tell you, don't ever play with Danny and Chad. <laughs> I'll tell you, you are, I'm gonna let the cat at the back. Can I let the cat at the back? <laughs> Not all the way at the back. Never play Monopoly with Danny and Chat. Because truthfully, <laughs> they are trying to see how the individual couples yep. work with money together. So it's a business thing for it's them. It's a test. It's really them just oh, analyzing. I played Monopoly with both of you on separate occasions. And you did the same thing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. You, yeah. was, you was watching how we how we buy check, property. Like he was checking negotiation skills with the exactly. single people. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, so, yeah, so all of this is like Chad's case study. It's not even like it's just like good old wholesome fun. And Chad be reckless too. Like <laughs> yo, but the funny thing is. I didn't. Chad does a full analysis, but I, I'm really analyzing too. But I didn't realize I was analyzing until I realized that he's anal- analyzing. Always, I'm just having fun. I'm out here playing around. Nah, I'm trying to be competitive. All that shit. Nah, I'm trying to take you for your money. See, I'm not yeah. that competitive on a on a board game. You what? Yo, nah, why nah, we nah, why nah. do we play games if we not playing to win? Depends on the game we playing, my chief. Yo, fam. Yo, with Monopoly? that curated vibe, I'm sure Bryant played a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> Twister, <laughs> a little baby oil and shit. No. No. The room, the room was getting hot when I was playing with B. Yeah, it got mad quiet because we had some sharks in the room. Yeah. Shout out to my homegirl Steph, like yep. quiet assassin. She quiet. was a sniper. She was quiet. She won the game and didn't. She probably said four words the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the type of killers we bring to the crib. Yo, so come up, pull up. Yo, you know, I, I like the fact that we're going to call these things curated vibes now, man. Because we do kind of curate vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think, you know, just being in the streets and being out, I love being social to a point, right? But I think with all the things that's going on at work, with freelance and all the other things, like the money that I'm going to spend to go to New York and spend right. that time, like, mm, I'd rather spend that time. And sure anything like me, you don't even want to go in the city and even smell that shit. Nah, I still love it though. I tell you, the Brooklyn is still the epicenter of you know a lot of culture and a lot of my world. So like, I will never not go you know to Brooklyn. But more often than not, I'm curating a vibe in the crib. Also, when you're curating this vibe, like don't curate your vibe with like whack sounds though. Like oh, never, (laughs) never. (laughs) And that means the the actual content and the actual. Sound. Your audio because you out here with your your RCA soundbar like just <laughs> Yo. your RCA soundbar. Oh my god! Gotta get out of here. That's not curated. We fam. just lost a couple <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> What's wrong with my RCA soundbar? It's nasty. Yeah, all all forty two inches of we'll it. Drop nasty. <laughs> We'll drop some links in the drop some links for some audio oh, man. Shout out to 3D audio, man. So hopefully be you, you create a vibe for us to, you know, yeah. come get, to next. Get some work done on the crib and next time, you know, you come through. Oh shit, my birthday. The Brian House is like the way they talk about like shit. Jamie Foxx be having people at the crib, like how they have like full concerts and all of that. Like Brian got a whole setup like that. No, I don't. Nah. Yeah, he does. Sorta of a little nah, bit. In the back, a little bit. Uh, all man. you need is a stage. <laughs> In a base. <laughs> in a base. <laughs> nah, Yo, my birthday's coming up, so maybe I might throw some shit. All right. 
you know, we'll see. You throw, you throw you, good parties. You do a crib. good job. In and out. True. Pause. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not. If I, if I do this one, it's not going to be here. What, mm. what country are we going to? <laughs> mm. <clears throat> That's a thought. Let's go to Jamaica. Let's do it. Yo, don't don't tell me. I know you like Jamaica. I love Jamaica. Jamaica. I love Jamaica. Your wife from there, so man, just tell me now so you can get a babysitter. (laughs) Yeah, Mm, nah, Mm, different talk, huh? Nah, I need you to experience this. I'm gonna tell you last minute, son. That's fine. (laughs) You already know how good. Because you got resources, so you get money. Facts. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. Nah, man, but um, we gotta get the fuck about it. Yeah, man, we good. It's a good, a good, felt good, yo. We back. No, we not back. I'm not fucking with y'all like nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. We, we have a really dope episode nah, coming we back. next week. Here's the thing. We we dance to the beat of our own drum. At least I do. Nah, nah you know the fuck nah, I you, do. Nah, you know you do, nigga. You definitely do. Yeah, I don't need to. <laughs> you know my You, you, you dance to the beat of your own drums. Like Chad just to be dancing to no drum. He's yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Usher nigga. dancing with the umbrella <laughs> with no ring. Like. <laughs> yeah, well. But yeah, no, nah, I definitely we gonna be back and we gonna we gonna be back. We gonna so be back. Tell you when. <laughs> no, we gonna sound, be back. That sounds like <laughs> yo. That sounds like relationship. That sounds like fuckboy free type shit. Yo, dude. we gonna be back. That's like telling the girl I like you. We gonna go on another date. Yo, <laughs> that's that is fucking soon. hilarious. We gonna be back. That is, that is the equivalent to y'all. So y'all I holla. <laughs> Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm gonna keep people guessing, man. <laughs> oh man, um, yo, it's been great, y'all. Yeah, we about to be out of this. Track. Yo, you ain't do this in so long. You ain't talking about a like, nobody to subscribe, none of that. You don't. Really Damn, care. see, that's how. Uh, that's how rusty, you nigga, rusty, man. Yo, please, 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 baby, please, please. I baby, guess please. I already told them, so you really don't have to tell them again. Um, subscribe, like, comment, review. Oh, hold on. Yo. Yo. What's good, son? Honorary member of the pod. Honorary Say. member of the pod. I'm going to call you back in five seconds. Yo. Man, you know that's rare, so you got to pick that call <laughs> I know. Up. Yeah, we got to cut this off right <laughs> yo, now. Man. He never calls. We got to cut this shit oh, off. Yo. yo. I'm my son back. Holla at y'all. All right. Holla. One. One.